we're talking about my bad day. That's what we're talking about. But what it really is, is about not letting people's opinion of you affect how you feel about yourself. Pushing out the negativity and knowing your value. All right, this is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife, a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman. And I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody, (laughs) I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best, just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, all the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. (laughs) All right, you guys. In, you know, the theme of keeping it real, that's exactly what we're doing today. Okay? Because I had one of those days. You know one of those days, like, that suck? It's just one of them days when I want to be all alone. It's just one of them days. Mm-hmm. Because not everything's glamorous in my life. Uh, Yeah. Even though you might think so, but no, not even close. Uh, And so we're going to talk about it. What happened? I was going to my family reunion, which we're going to take a minute on this because this is actually pretty incredible. I was going to my family reunion, which... We've been having my family reunions since before I was born. My grandparents started them. And we all go camping every year mm, So together. special. It is so incredibly special. And it, what's the coolest thing like this year I thought was so – because all of us grandkids have kids. Mm. Um, some of the grandkids are of age to have their own kids. It's crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what happens when you have like a big Catholic family. So there's lots of people. <laughs> but what's so cute is that, you know, I spent growing up my family reunion sitting around the campfire, hanging out with my cousins. And then this year, our kids were sitting around together. Aww. Aww. Seriously, you guys, it's pretty incredible. So when we're really dorky to a, at our family reunions, super dorky. Uh, we always have something we usually matching T-shirts that we have made. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's the best. It is the best. What's so cute is that my uncles and aunts, like, they still rock those, like the old, they pull out the relic shirts <laughs> to rock at the reunion. That's so cool. Oh, my gosh. But uh, this year, my uncle made a funometer. It's like this little pin you wear, and it said, you know, Patrick family uh, cookout, and then it had a funometer, and you could change the dial. Oh, my god. Based gosh. on your fun level. Oh, that's cute. It's pretty awesome, actually. What a nice I wish uncle. I would have thought of that. I think we need that for the office. <laughs> yeah. How's your funometer doing? Mine's not so high. That's why we're having the show. <laughs> it's about <laughs> it's not on the high side. Um, anyways, the family reunion is super special and it's it's always different places and it's a big commitment for a lot of people drive, you know, seven, eight hours to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh some a lot of family fly in from, you know, out of state, the East Coast, some and then drive there. It's wow. It's a commitment. And yeah. We all make it to see each other once a year, and I think that's pretty rare. Yeah, it is. So uh, it's it's really cool. But if you okay, takeaway for the show: prioritize your family. Because mm-hmm. honestly, you know, to have to spend that much time every year to make sure that you connect with your extended family, all your cousins, that's pretty incredible. And 
you we take that completely for granted. Oh, the summer is yes. short, right? Well, especially here in Pacific Northwest, it's super short. <laughs> and so we don't even have summer yet right now, by the way. It's July and raining. So you only have so many fun weekends and you're trying to fit in all the things. Mm-hmm. And so it's really intentional to carve out the time to spend that with family, um, camping. And uh, anyways, just take that. That's a little, take that to the bank, okay? Uh, well, so what happened is we're driving the family reunion and we have two separate cars. I'm driving with the two girls and Randy's pulling the trailer uh, with our truck and they're driving, he's driving with one of the girls. And so, and the dog. Because we have this big long vacation. Anyways, we have separate vehicles and we're driving and it's like a three and a half hour drive. Mm. And we leave on a Friday, which is like always crazy because what happens is I pack everything up. Randy shows up from work and leaves. <laughs> so it's so really hard for me. Love you, Randy. But he does a lot of prim- preliminary work prior to the the, the day of. You mean prepping? The prep. I'm sure he preps the boat, the trailer, the truck, your ride, whatever. The dog, you know what? The you kids. <laughs> Come on. The kids. Uh, I'm just throwing it in there. But you know what? <laughs> you are like talk ready talk right now because those are his responsibilities. So, uh, no, for me, it's like all the food and clothes and all that, Jack. So, um, anyways, we are driving separate cars and it's supposed to be like a three and a half hour drive. We didn't weigh it. You guys, you got to weigh your routes, okay? <laughs> I just saw it's the middle of the day on Friday. No, it took us five and a half hours to get there, which is a long time with little kids in yeah. the car. Uh, we're... We're like conditioned for three hours. That's what we're conditioned for. So five and a half is a stretch. Oof. Yeah. Right. But what really made this drive awful uh, was that I was having a bad work day. So the cool thing about this job being a lender is that you have lots of flexibility. The lame thing is, is that you're never off work. Mm-hmm. And especially when things, you know, maybe go a little sideways so I'm on the phone the whole time. As soon as the kids get settled into the car, they got their headphones on. Thank God for DVD players in the cars. <laughs> uh, I'm working. I'm on the phone the whole time in between ser- losing service the whole time. And then I realize I'm running out of gas. My anxiety is super high because this is unfortunately not. It's kind of a stressful day work-wise. And I go to pull off the freeway to get gas. And, um, yeah, I get hit. I get in a car accident. So. Scared me really bad because I was on the phone with you. You were. Time. I was like, I got to go. I Here's the thing. You guys, I drive all the time. I drive so stinking much. And I haven't gotten a car accident since I was in high school. Okay. Uh, I got in a car accident in Wapato, Washington. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? It was just one of those days. It's just one of them days. And so we pull over, the girls, are, we're all fine. We're fine. We just kind of got like sideswipe, but it sucks. You know, it's a relatively new car too. Yeah. That we had. So anywho, um, I pull over and the car, the driver is not licensed. Mm. No driver's license, no insurance, not their vehicle. Impaired? Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, what do I do? You know, the car is drivable. I got to get back on the phone. I'm late for the family reunion. Let's just go. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But I couldn't get a hold of Randy for advice. I'm sure he would have had a lot. It's probably good. It's, it's probably, probably good. good. <laughs> so what? Uh, I'm like, what do you do when no one has no identification to give you? Yeah. What do you do? Call the police. 
well, they don't come unless you like. They actually don't come unless someone's oh. hurt. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. If everyone's fine, and or you're gonna, you can wait, but yeah, they they will make you wait a long time. They they basically say, "Are you gonna <clears> handle <throat> this civilly? You know, yeah. do you want to just take care of it?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So I just go over to her car and I just get her information. You know, get her name and address and phone number and. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to call and report this. And she left. So I was so, I was super calm. Here's the crazy thing. And this is what this show is really about is about how people treat you. Because <laughs> uh, I I was a little distraught that I got in a car accident. And, uh, but I just was super calm. I didn't get upset with her. I wasn't rude to her. She was really upset. She had probably way more to lose than me because mm-hmm. if the cops came, you know, she's, she's a suspended license. So... Um, I just got her information and like moved on with it. I wasn't rude or mean. And everyone I tell this story to is like, wow, I can't believe you didn't say, you know, this to her. I can't believe you didn't like, you know, Reamer a new one. What's like, that going to solve? Who does though? that serve? Yeah, what is it going to like, do? Like that get, makes me get upset and worked up. Her, mm-hmm. Like her, she already feels bad or maybe she doesn't. But even if she didn't, me getting upset isn't going to help anything Mm-mm. except for me getting upset. Right. And my kids are in the car. So I just calmly got her information and. Went about my way. However, <laughs> you're talking to Peyton. She will tell you um, that I was a little bit distraught. So I completely forgot to go get, we're supposed to get snacks and go potty and get out of the car at the gas station. No, I got gas and we left. And like about a half an hour later, Peyton goes, I have been sitting here for five hours. I literally have not walked in five hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love you, babe. We're going to be there in 30 minutes. <laughs> it was uh... rough. It was rough. Oh, one of those days. It's just one of them days. But it's just a car, right? Yeah. It's just a car. It's I, just money. I think it would have been, obviously, different circumstances if someone were to be injured or hurt. Then, obviously, it would have played out differently. But the fact that no one was hurt, it's just a car, you're right. A couple mm-hmm. little dings are here or whatever. Obviously, you were looking out better for yourself and your side of the family and all that. Yeah, it was probably just better just to move on anyway, so. Totally. From how I look at it. I yeah, agree. I, I think I, even if you were hurt, though, I mean, even no, getting I, super worked up, it doesn't serve anyone, mm-mm. right? Like, it just makes things even worse. It's harder to keep stay calm. It takes yeah. effort. Yeah. Got to train yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we arrive. And needless to say, we all might be just a tinge cranky, okay? Mm-hmm. We just like, can't let's... imagine why. No. Mm-mm. Been in the car for five and a half hours, got in a car accident. We're arriving at dinner time. We we're, haven't gotten pee yet. We haven't peed. <laughs> we Priorities, gotta set Mom. up our whole camp. Priorities. You know. Honestly, Randy and I were crankier than the kids. As soon as they get they like bolt out of the car, you don't even see them. They're like in heaven. And we are like, okay, cool. We gotta unpack two cars and set up the trailer and and oh, you guys wanna eat food? Okay, cool. Um <laughs> Welcome so, to family life. Wow. It was a bit cranky, but that wasn't even the worst part of it. The worst part is I'm still having this work situation happening. Right. And so after getting everyone settled, I got Randy set up cooking, you know, gave him a cocktail. That helps a little Aww. bit. You know, yeah, yeah. You got to do the things. And then I have to leave. I'm like, I'm going to go get ice, quote, quote, <laughs> which means I'm going to get on the phone and yeah. I will get ice in the, you know, because ice is like just a minute away um, because I have to make a phone call because my job doesn't end. And that's the thing about... Lending, real estate, you know, actually, I mean, probably a lot of industries probably, probably. this way. When yeah. you have a demanding job, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's more responsibilities and it just doesn't end. And so I'm leaving my family I'm at my family reunion to go make this phone call. 
But the worst thing about it is, is that it didn't need to be a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. The no. problem was literally solved. Nobody was hurt or dying. I mean, everyone's getting their house. Everyone's yeah. moving in still. Literally was not a big deal. Um, but this is the thing about it doesn't matter what industry you're in. I mean, it's life. Is that some people just like to make things into big deals. Yep. Like they literally thrive on drama and negativity. Like no matter the situation, rather than trying to find the silver lining, they find the brown lining, the poo lining. <laughs> the crap lining and then they hold on to the lining you're like no it's gonna be okay They're like no it is not gonna be okay no i will not look at the positive nope this is horrible and i'm gonna make you suffer yeah seriously well because they're suffering somehow probably themselves and they want you to feel i don't i just don't do. get that people feel like they have the right to make you feel Mm-mm. small nope. no no okay excuse people. me but no so the thing about this job and in just anything is I always say this is that we're not we're not saving babies here. OK, because if your job was to tell someone whether their baby was going to live or die, that is some serious stuff. OK, yeah. but it doesn't matter because it, it's really our choice. It's completely our choice how we handle every situation. You have no control over, you know, what happens to you. I don't have control over getting in a car accident. Right. I don't have control over a lot of things in lending. Uh, shocker. Um, as a lender, we can do a lot of things, but there's a lot of moving parts and not everything is within our control. Just like life. A lot of things. Right. Yeah. And so you have the only choice you really have is how you respond and react to the situations that happen to you in life. Mm-hmm. It's really what defines your character is how you handle situations. Absolutely. I, I think. Yep. It's, it's defined as a person, you know. Says a lot about somebody, how they react to certain situations. Right. I mean, we tell our kids that all the time. Aren't we constantly parenting our children to like, you know, you only have control over yourself. When things, they come home with issues at school, you only have control over yourself. Here's how you can handle this. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to employ them to have the self-control to be able to handle a situation with grace. So are we holding ourselves to that same standard or are we losing our stuff? crap you know when things don't go the way we want them no matter who you're talking to or how you react it's 100% your choice right I always think like the person you're talking to you may be frustrated or upset about the situation but hey you know what they're someone's daughter son or sister brother husband wife they are someone that people love they deserve respect you know would you talk to your child that way I, this like thoughts go through my mm-hmm. head because it blows my mind when people feel that they have the right to like devalue you, to put you down or to say you're not worthy of something because they're upset at a situation. Yes. That is not you. No. That is not your problem. That is Mm-mm. their problem. 100%. Treat others the way you want to be treated. <laughs> 100%. Sorry. It's okay. like goes back to the kindergarten golden rule. Yeah, we should all read that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I learned in kindergarten. Right. Mm -hmm. Probably some basic things like, you know, be kind to others. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Show respect. And by the way, just a little note on respect. Respect is given to everyone. Okay, People don't deserve more respect than others. Everybody deserves respect. I just think when something is fixable, like there's a solution. Why focus on the issue? Why focus on why you got there so that you can figure out whose fault it is and point fingers What a waste of time. Huge waste of time. Let's just spend our time figuring out the solution, move forward, learn, and grow. 
That's what I think. I mean, I, I just feel like it's wasted energy to try and figure out whose fault it is so that you can place blame and be like, hey, look it. You did it. You messed up. Right? Uh, hmm, shocker. You know what? We all mess up. Mm-hmm. We all mess up. You right there with the finger pointing at me. Okay. Uh, you make a lot of mistakes. Got a thumb pointing back at yourself. Ooh, good one, Carly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you do. I mean, there's only one person that can pass judgment on me, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's not you. It's not you. And we all make mistakes. It's how you, you know, grow from them, how you learn. You know, n- nothing's perfect. No situation's perfect in business, in life, in anything. So my day continued into the next day, unfortunately, and I had someone being mm, less than kind, borderline abusive to me. And have you ever had that? Have you ever had someone that just, you know, thinks it's their job to put you in a place or talk down to you or they're so upset at a situation they don't know how to control their emotions and so they're just like spewing, you know, I don't know, like negative vomit at you? Mm. Ugh. It's really, really hard to separate yourself from the, what the person is saying. Really hard. And I, I unfortunately have a lot of practice at this. <laughs> it's not good, but I do. Um, and so, but this, it still is hard for me and it takes me a while yeah. to come back from that and to realize that, you know, hey, what you're saying and how you're feeling and how upset you are has nothing to do with me and everything to do with you. Because I know my worth. Like, I know who I am. But it takes a minute for us to, like, check ourselves. Mm. Don't let those, do not let those negative thoughts seep in. And you're, because you shouldn't, don't marinate on that. <laughs> you don't want to marinate on that. It's not good. And then you're questioning, like, your worthiness, your self-worth, your value. But you know good and well what your value is. You know. And just because you make a mistake or you upset someone, hey, guess what? We can't be all things to all people, okay? Not everyone's going to like us. It's really hard for me because I feel like everyone likes me. <laughs> how could you not? Uh, of course. But some people don't. You know, the thing is, is that there's probably a lot of people that don't like me that think I'm super annoying and I laugh too loud and, you know, lots of things. But this person was telling me them. Mm. Sucks. It sucked. It took me a while to move on from it. Well, when I say a while, it took me like, I'm still moving on from it. But to snap out of it, turn up my funnel meter at the family reunion and go have a good time. <laughs> yeah. It took me a couple hours. It took me a couple hours. But there's a lot of back and forth. And then I was like, you know what? Sorry, not sorry. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care because your opinion of me is none of my business. That's for everyone. You can't take on other people's emotions and how they're feeling or how they're reacting to situation. That's not you. And you know who you are. You know your value. So you just have to shut it down. I'm not playing these games. Mm. I'm done. You're fired. From my life. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Any person that talks or treats another person you know, in a negative way, it's, it is their own issues. It is not you. Shame on me for even taking those two hours. Honestly, shame on me. I should have never even engaged or responded. It's just so hard for me because 
people's opinion of me, especially in business, is very important to me. But at the end of the day, I mean, their opinion of me doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter because all that matters is my opinion of me and my and what my self-worth is. And that's for anyone. It doesn't matter what relationship it is. Work, friend, you know, boyfriend, husband, wife. It doesn't matter who it is. They cannot treat you. People cannot treat you like that. Mm-hmm. And we get to choose. That's the amazing thing about life. We get to choose who we spend our time with. We get to choose who we work with. Yeah, you can choose. You can totally choose. So if you're in a bad relationship or at work or otherwise, choose something different. Choose someone different. And it's hard because at first I think that, you know, we get hung up on too long on the fact that we think maybe that's the best we can get. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we really need them. But guess what? You don't. Because they're not the best you can do. And as soon as you're forced, like I recently was, um, to realize that you can do better, then all of a sudden there's space for something wonderful and better to come in. Mm -hmm. Because before, right, you didn't have the capacity or could even see what was available to you because you were consumed by this other person. And then once you cut them loose, all of a sudden now there's more opportunity. And it has not even been a week. And I've already replaced that person. Tenfold, like a like hundred times right. better. Because you're so focused in this negative thing with, with whatever kind of relationship it is. You're focused. You're in this. You're wrapped up in this negativity. Yeah. And you're just going in circles. The moment you step out of that circle and you, you know, walk a different path, then all of a sudden, wow, you see all these other things that are now available to you. You have the time, the mental space, the capacity to focus on better things that who knows where they're going to take you. Mm-hmm. Better people, better situations. No matter what type of relationship you're in, right? It could be a coworker or a spouse or a friend. You have to be valued. The moment someone does not see your value, cut them out. It's That's like full house. Cut <laughs> it out. <laughs> yes. Uh, it isn't easy, you know, but the message that you're sending yourself yeah, what you're saying to yourself by keeping someone around you and, you know, giving them your time, your space, you're telling yourself that you're not valuable. And what really matters is what you think of yourself. Uh, hello, telling yourself that you're not worth being valued? No bueno. No. You know it's not true. You know you're worth a lot, right? So don't even, don't even let that sink in for a second and those people don't deserve you and don't deserve your time so you got to cut it out if someone treats you badly right it's their problem it's only your problem if you allow it so don't allow it you know don't let people take up space in your life that don't value who you are don't respect you whether it's business or it doesn't matter if it's a client you know we've definitely there's a lot of amazing people that we work with and then there are a couple people that maybe aren't so kind Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's okay. I don't have to work with you. You can work with somebody else. There have been times where I have chosen to not work with someone because they weren't kind. They didn't value me. They didn't respect me. And so, gosh, well, there's a lot of other people that really want to work with me that do value me. And I'm going to give my space and energy to them. You can choose. So that's what I'm saying. I have one <laughs> of those days. It's just one of them days. I had a bad day and it turned into a bad few days, but we all have a choice. 
of who we want to spend our time with, how we treat ourselves, what we say to ourselves, because our self-worth is so important. And that only comes from you. It's not something that like you get create. It's literally there. And it's what you tell yourself. So don't let other people tell you things that you know are not even true. Right? Don't give them that time. Don't validate their feelings. Just cut them out and move on. Onward and upward. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's none of your business people think of you. It, our only business is how we talk to ourselves. So what you saying to yourself? Because I'm telling myself today I'm pretty great. I got dressed up. Can't Woo. see me. But I got a pretty dress on because when I'm feeling down, I'm like, no, you are not going to put on your sweats today <laughs> and mourn your feelings. You're uh-huh. going to put on a fancy dress, get your act together, and and all of a sudden everything else just starts to fall into place. Because you know what? I am pretty great, even though I'm sure not everybody thinks that. That's okay. I don't need to know what you think. I already know what I think. <laughs> so that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. However way you listen to it, I hope you check us out again. It's just one of them days when I want to be all alone. It's just one of them days when I got to be all alone. It's just one of them days. Hey, you want to hang out with me more? You can find me at sarahnicolereilly.com. And if you need some more real in your life, check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 180007. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, we know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.